Welcome to the latest edition of the OmniTalk Spotlight Series, the series that highlights the people, the companies, and the technologies that are shaping the future of retail. I am your host, Chris Walton. And I am Ann Mazinga. And today we are bringing back one of our favorite guests from 2023 to discuss the always important topic of last mile delivery, quality, and cost. So please join us in welcoming back for his second time under the spotlight to kick it off here in 2024, Bunches CEO, Bharat Polga. Bharat, welcome back to OmniTalk. Yeah, Chris and thanks for having me. We're really excited to have you, Bharat, for one reason, selfishly, because I think of all the companies that Chris and I work with, you are the company that I tell people about most often. And then I get an email or a text about the following week, like, oh my God, how did I not know this existed? It's so there awesome. So I have to say, just we, we've been having so much fun watching just the growth that you guys have had over the course of the last year. Yeah. I'm really excited to, to dive into that with you a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 2023 was such a uh, you know, phenomenal year for us. We made some exceptional hires uh, into our leadership team. Uh, the company's grown. I think at the beginning of this year, we were at, you know, 20. We're now nearly 80 uh, people. So, uh, and that's not even including our driver workforce. Um, you know, we're, uh, it was funny. One of my uh, buddies from college, he sent me a picture of all of our park, our vans in a parking lot. And he's like, I didn't know Barat was, I didn't know Buncho was, was doing it like that. And I was like, hey, you know, we're actually doing some cool things over here. So yeah. was a big year for us. Well, Barat, maybe let's start there. For those people who haven't been forced to have dinner with me or drinks and hear about, hear the pitch or with Chris, um, what, what is Buncho? Give, give our audience listening for the first time a little bit of background. For sure. So um, Buncha is a platform that connects uh, retailers with local neighborhoods for affordable, scheduled, high quality, uh, we like saying milkman style deliveries. So mm -hmm. we're a little different than your traditional, you know, um, on-demand delivery services because we kind of crossed out the on-demand part. Uh, our assumption is that most Americans actually care more of, uh, about affordability and quality and convenience of delivery than the actual speed of it. So what we've done is we work with our retail partners to schedule deliveries, you know, once a week, twice a week, uh, maybe even five times a week, depending on their demand. Uh, we'll pre-schedule those deliveries will actually allocate a refrigerated vehicle and a, a team of W2 drivers to that time slot, and we will fulfill the orders that we receive during that time slots. We have two sides to our business. We have a marketplace business, which is you know very similar to the other ones out there. What's unique about our marketplace business is that um, you know it's built around people that plant. So we kind of realize that hey, most people that shop for groceries are buying groceries on a weekly basis. So let's build an app that allows people to get what they need from all of their stores on a weekly basis. So let's say you go into the bunch of app, you put in your zip code, you'll see your your schedule for your neighborhoods. It'll say, you know, hey, this retailer's coming on Tuesday, this retailer's coming on Friday. Uh, we have a really cool feature now where you can just add in a grocery list. You can say bananas, eggs, milk, oranges. Mm. And we will actually, based on your prior preferences, order that from all of the stores. So maybe you like bananas from Costco, but you like your uh, Mandarin oranges from Target, you know? So we'll try to get everything. And one of the really cool things that we did this year was we started aggregating multiple stores into the same vehicle. So mm. now oh, wow. when a customer gets a delivery, you might get four different stores delivered in a single delivery point at your at your door. So it saves us costs, which allows us to be extremely affordable, but it also for a customer is a very delightful experience. Yeah, uh, I, 
I mean, Brett, I have to pause there and just remind people that as a customer, it's a dollar forty-five for each one of these deliveries, which I think that is the point that when you tell people about this, they're just like, I don't understand. I don't right. understand how this is possible. And even the listeners might be thinking that too, but it, it's because of the consolidation of- The aggregation, yeah. correct. So that's that's one side of it, right? And the affordability is powered by this this, this unbelievable level of aggregation we're about to do, right? So if you look at our competitors, uh, and this is data that's available online, but you know, you're typically seeing- one to two orders delivered per hour, right? And 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 what's interesting is it's not due to the fact that they can't batch more, but it's literally because the workforce they have doesn't have the vehicles, right, to to right. Batch, batch larger orders. So right. when we have these refrigerated trucks and these drivers that are trained in how to you know kind of set up the orders in the best way, you know we're able to get you know over 12, 15, 20 orders, and that's where we really excel uh, compared to our competition. So that that's the marketplace side. But but what's what's really exciting, what's really new uh, to to the bunch of model in twenty twenty three, and we just started working on this is. You know, as we've been talking to retailers, right, a core part of our business is, is retailer partnership with us. So we we charge a commission of sale, just like any other marketplace. And we started realizing that, you know, a lot of retailers don't really want to be on another marketplace, you know, unless there's enough volume right there. And as a small company, we, we don't have that volume. So it's been kind of a very transparently kind of a battle to get these retailers, you know, to, to partner with us. And then we started thinking, we're like, okay, you know, what do retailers need today, right? So all of our retailers are investing in, you know, they're putting hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars into their own e-commerce. Um, they're putting in, in investment in store picking and, and order pickup and drive up and delivery capabilities. Uh, but what they're really looking for is is quality experience, right? They want, they want a great customer experience. And that's what we kind of found out through these conversations. So today, from my understanding, you know, a retailer might get an order on their website and they might they might put it out to four to five different, you know, on-demand providers, you know, just like any of the names you've heard today. And those providers will take the order and they'll go deliver to the customer. But that is actually a very complicated process because the provider might cancel the order, the provider might not deliver it on time, the provider might not, you know, follow the instructions that the customer, uh, you know, requested. And so we realized, okay, interesting, you know, we have created unexpectedly W2 drivers, refrigerated trucks, uh, scheduled, you know, extremely precisely, which means a very, very high on time, right? So when you compare Buncho's delivery KPIs with the rest of the industry, we're three to four times better, right? So if you look at on time delivery percentage, Buncho exceeds 99.5% every time, because guess what? Our drivers are already scheduled for that order, right? We're not trying to find labor in the moment. If you look at cancellation rate, like I think the average is 11%, bunch is less than half a percent. Once again, the drivers are already scheduled. This isn't an instance where a 1099 worker receives an order and they say, oh, I don't want to do that, right? Which is interesting. And then the last one is when you just look from a delivery experience standpoint, our drivers are consistently rated 4.9 stars or higher when I think the industry average is around 4.5 or 4.6. So, um, Last thing I'll say here, which I think is a really cool like manifestation of this product, but we've been talking to a retailer um, in, in Minneapolis, and one of the problems they have is they have a older population where they might need extra help. So, you know, uh, they put into the instructions and they're like, hey, please bring this, you know, to my door. Please, like, can you put, please put this on my countertop? 1099 workers are not, you know, required to do any of that labor, right? So, uh, you know, this this retailer was having issues where, uh, you know, the people were leaving it out on the street. And if I'm disabled or not mobile, 
where am I going to go? Right. So we've been able to step in and we've been able to say, Hey, we'll actually deliver this into your home, put it on your countertop. It doesn't cost us anything incrementally, but we're able to provide an exceptional level of service for those customers. So anyway, that's kind of our new product offering, which we're really excited about. Yeah, it sounds great. And we want to, I want to get into all of that with you in more detail too, but let's, let's roll it back for a minute. Let's, let's reset for the audience too. So let's talk more about the white labeling service. So if I'm a retailer in the audience listening to this, what exactly is the value proposition? How does it work? How do I set it up? How do I get involved with that capability via Buncha? Yeah. So really, I mean, my, my pitch is if you're a retailer that cares about how your product actually gets delivered, which is mostly everyone, <laughs> right? Yep. In today's day and age, um, we're, we're a great fit for you because we have, you know, the, the training we can create uh, for our drivers, the kind of guided experience we can create for the store operations team, as well as for the e-commerce team, you know, hey, uh, this is a tool for you to kind of drive revenue to your store when and where you want to, right? So if you kind of look at our three stakeholders, right? We got to make the stores happy. Bunch of does an excellent job of that because we can schedule the deliveries to when the store can actually fulfill them. So if we know the store has a downtime period between one and four o'clock, you know, we'll come and pick up the orders at four so you can fulfill them from one to four. You know, we'll kind of stay out of your way. So that's one really cool thing, right? From a customer experience standpoint, for all the reasons I just mentioned, we will go above and beyond. So, you know, one of the things we're exploring is, hey, we'll kind of co-brand some vests together, you know, X, X delivery powered by Buncha, right? We'll we'll go and do the deliveries. If you want specific things, right, uh, in your delivery experience, we can, we can accommodate that. So from a customer experience standpoint, we're able to really go above and beyond. Uh, and then, and then kind of lastly, as I kind of mentioned for the, the e-commerce team, um, you know, we're also more affordable, right, C- compared to other services. So, from the conversations I've had so far, we're usually at the other services, you know, per uh, delivery rate, if not a dollar or two lower, uh, just because of the batching that we can do. So um, that's kind of some of the the value that we're able to bring to a retailer. Um, Chris, I think you asked, um, you know, how do we actually do this, right? So yeah. Um, one of the things that we've recently, you know, spent most of the last quarter and, and Q, Q3 as well building is kind of integrations into these delivery aggregation softwares. Um, so, you know, a lot of these retailers on their back end have systems powering that orchestration. We connect into a lot of those. We also have a suite of APIs that will allow you to do that. Um, we even have as bare minimum as, hey, just upload a spreadsheet to our portal or email you know the orders as you get them, right? So we can really service anything from a small business that doesn't have any delivery capability today and they don't have you know a sophisticated API engine. So they basically just email us the orders and we'll come pick it up. Or anywhere all the way to, you know, we have a suite of, you know, orchestration rules, you know, Buncha, we want you to take these orders, we can power all of it. So, um, you know, we're, we're, I think we've been able to do a great job of very quickly integrating uh, our last partner we integrated within less than seven days. So, wow. Okay. So I want to ask you more about that then, because the point about delivery orchestration is really key, because essentially what you're saying for those listening is like, you guys, you Buncha can basically program yourselves into any retailer that has these delivery orchestration software services set up. And so my question then, Bharat, to go into more detail is like, 
what service are you actually selling and what is showing up on the product detail page of a given item, for example? Can you walk me through like a real life example of, of what that looks like from the retailer perspective, also potentially from the consumer perspective that shows the differences in price and delivery expectations too? Yeah. So, so how we defer on like that specific point is, you know, one, we do flat rate pricing. So we're not doing like, I know a lot of these other services have like mileage and you know, Hey, if you go around this, if you go past this point, it's flat right. So when you talk to us, what we ask for is, hey, let us know how your last you know quarter looked. We'll do some analysis. We'll give you our best rate. Per deliver, you pay that flat right. So there's no like, hey, here's all, here's all the math or whatever. Right. From a customer standpoint, what's what's cool um is you know, based off of our discussion with the retailer, we will select specific windows that we want to push you know, either an elevated service offering, that's what we're offering, right? Or, you know, a affordable, you know, offering. So we've kind of seen retailers use this both ways. Mm. Uh, one of them is, hey, I want you guys to go above and beyond. You know, I want you guys to go deliver into the home of the customer. We're going to charge more for this service. Mm. So okay. we might be a, a buck or two for that specific delivery window than the existing price that the retailer might charge. We've seen that actually work really well, especially for people that need the extra help. On the flip side, which is interesting, right? There's two two ways bunches being used. Is we've seen retailers because we're able to be so affordable and even lower than their existing delivery offerings, right? Seen them use this as a hyper affordable delivery option. So you know we have a retailer where you know I think we're charging them something like uh, six six dollars a delivery, which their rest of their you know delivery providers are nine to $11. So we're already $3 cheaper. And then what they're doing is they're actually subsidizing $3 of that. And then their customers paying $2.99. So mm. for the first time, this retailer is offering $2.99, you know, delivery during these specific windows. So during those windows, right? So that's what windows. shows up on the PDP. Like you can have this, but it's going to be at this time, Correct. but it's going to be a lot cheaper than your other options. Correct. And they're showcasing that for the customer. Exactly. So, and, and I want to be clear, right? Like either of these experiences are still being powered by refrigerated trucks, W2 drivers, you know, an exceptional customer service, both of these, right? But if you want us to go above and beyond, we can do that. If you want us to continue to provide a great experience, but you want to capture more delivery share in your market, we can help you with that too. And the linchpin is all the aggregation of the model and the scheduling of the of the deliveries according to the truck's load availability. The one thing, Chris, is we've gotten questions about like, okay, how, oh no, like what if I... What if we can't get you enough aggregation, right? So what we've done with retailers is typically we say, hey, if you can get at least five orders in a window, we can service it. Um, and and let's say you don't get five orders. Let's say you like we say, okay, five orders in a window. Let's say you only get two that window. We're still going to service it, right? We don't want to ever leave a customer, you know, upset that they didn't get their delivery. But we typically try to shoot for a five order batch. Mm. Now, Brad, I mean, you've outlined so many benefits that you've delivered to these retailers. Do you have any specific case studies with retailers that could further demonstrate this that you could share? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the one, the, the best example is the yeah. one we're doing with this local retailer here where we're kind of helping out that senior population. Um, you know, it, it's, it's just, it was kind of a fascinating, this entire model actually came from that discussion I had with the retailer because I was like, this is super interesting. You know, like yeah. they came to us and they're like, hey, you know, my the the drivers that we um, match with for our deliveries on Uber Eats, on Instacart, on DoorDash, they don't follow my delivery instructions. Mm -hmm. uh, they don't follow my customers' delivery instructions. I was like, you know, we don't actually have to do any additional work 
for our customers to do that or for our drivers to do that, right? Our drivers are already used to doing this. So um, I think, you know, what we've been able to do with them is open up this audience and see more adoption from this audience of maybe senior customers, disabled customers who might not have used, you know, delivery before because they couldn't trust it. And now they're using it as an option. And, and this is really cool, right? Um, this, this retailer has actually a call center. Uh, where people call in to take orders and all of those orders are getting routed to bunch of they come uh, to you. They, oh my gosh. Because they right. know that we're able to kind of, you know, work around um work around that. And I think, you know, some of the other folks we've talked to, um, you know, we have a, a potential retailer we're talking to right now where, um, you know, it, it's not even, it's not a, it's not kind of a mobility issue. It's just, you know, the orders require more service, right? The, the AOVs of these orders are $150, $200. You know, they're, they're bigger orders. They're going to bigger homes and we can't leave the orders outside the front gate. You know, we actually have to make an effort. We have to wait there for maybe uh, three to four minutes to make sure the order actually gets collected. Um, so I think that's another one. And then I think the last one I'll touch on the affordability piece too is, um, you know, we have uh, we're talking to a retailer about you know, hey, uh, the, the the affordability, right? The two ninety nine deliveries uh, we have a retailer working with us on, um, and it's interesting because they basically said, hey, anytime we offer a promotion, right? Anytime we offer a delivery fee under five dollars our delivery volume spikes, you know, by 40, 50%. So imagine the option of now having a delivery time that's always under $5. You know, what, what would that do for your e-commerce business? Um, so I think long story short, you know, the, the cool thing about Buncha is we have a really cool platform. We have a really cool product, you know, depending on what our retailers are looking for, what the retailers are looking for, we can flex that, we can kind of hit different value props, but uh, it's been a really interesting kind of few months as we've been talking to retailers and realizing that, hey, our system today solves a lot of the problems that they're experiencing. Well, and Brad, one more thing that you didn't mention that I think we we as as you know retail personalities or researchers in the industry, and I think more people need to be cognizant of is just the sustainability impacts that this also provides retailers. How are retailers thinking about that? Mm. Or when you're talking about this, is this coming up for them? Are they are they using this as another initiative to kind of push some of their sustainability goals that many oh, have yeah. been set for the next year, really? Oh yeah. So we're talking to we're in Denver. We're talking to a few folks out there. Obviously, they care a lot about that, right? Um, and and even in Minneapolis, I would say, but um it, it always ends up being a phenomenal cherry on the top, right? Yeah. Like it's like, hey, we're saving your money. Your store is going to be happy with us. You know, yeah, you're going to love us because we're driving more volume, getting you in front of new customers. And, you know, when you, your neighborhood chooses Buncha over, you know, a competitor or over going to the store themselves, there's like a eight, 70 to 80% carbon emission savings hmm. that come from that, right? Wow. I mean, if just, just wow. simple math, right? Uh, we take eight cars off the road, put them in one truck. That make that math makes sense, right? And it's usually more than that. So uh, it always ends up being a great cherry on the top. You know, one of the one of our retailers we got in because we were like, hey, this is a, a hyper sustainable offering for you, uh, for your customers. And I know your customers care about you know these sustainable offerings. Um, and, and I think just kind of you know one one point to loop that in, right? Um, the, the craze around on demand is is warranted, right? Like 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 the whole concept of push button get car was Uber, then it became push button, get food, DoorDash, and again, push button, get groceries, right? But then no one ever stopped the thing. It's like, okay, do I need to push button and get it immediately, right? <laughs> and when we look at like, you know, um, 
how Americans shop. It's on a weekly basis and it can very much be planned and it can very much be scheduled, right? And so if you look at even the old models like Milkman, right? That was a very eco-friendly way to get milk. And if you look at the Schwann's truck even, very eco-friendly way to get, you know, your groceries. So this isn't a new concept, right? It's, it's actually a kind of we moved in a different direction, but this has always existed and we're kind of re-pioneering that model. But uh, sustainability is like, it's a core thing that, that, that we're able to offer. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's just sticking to the basics, right, which allows us to do that. So. Yeah. Or the point as well is people are willing to make a trade off for speed against price too, which right. is an important factor that we've been talking about here too. All right. I want to ask you this, the service angle, the W2 drivers in particular, what makes that so unique in what you do and what makes it so hard? Yeah. It's it's honestly been fascinating, right? Like as we talk to retailers and they tell us like all the problems they're having, like you know, here's the, here's the benefit when you look at a like a labor workforce, right? So we actually we actually have to have 1099 workers, um, and what we realize is one, it's really difficult for us to maintain quality, which is always very important to us. Um, two, it's very difficult for us to uh, you know maintain uh, timing. Right. So mm -hmm. the, the, what happens when you send an order to any of these on-demand providers is it kind of goes out into the ether and there needs to be enough marketplace liquidity that someone will pick it up. Right. And if someone doesn't, they'll continue to increase the, the batch you know, rate until someone does pick it up. Right. That's how these marketplace businesses work. That doesn't work for a business where the order has to be delivered between the two and three o'clock window. Right. Like we can't afford for someone not to pick the order or not to, you know, show up at the store, right? right? So by by creating the W2 workforce, we've been able to create reliability, right? So from a store perspective, and this has been really interesting, right? The same people from Buncha show up for all the windows. So mm -hmm. you're not dealing with different kind of, you know, contractors. If, if we work with you store, you're going to get the same team of four to five drivers that your store is going to know, you know? And so we, like, for example, we had an issue the other day where, you know, our driver uh, forgot one of the orders in the truck, you know? And so the store called him directly, you know, cause we have a support line for the driver. Mm -hmm. The driver's like, Oh, okay. I'll go deliver it. Went deliver it back issue resolved. Right. You're not going through support to massive, you know, yeah. Huge benefit, right? Right, um, right. Obviously, the challenges are it's more expensive, but we offset that with batching. So that's yeah. why we say, hey, we want to have at least five orders on this batch to make it make sense for us to send a driver out there and 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 articulate and uh, deliver those orders. So um, I think, yeah, the reliability has been one thing, and then also just the the, the experience. You know, we really train our drivers exceptionally well. I think we end up like you know, end up admitting like one to 2% of all drivers. And by the way, we don't need a ton of drivers, right? Cause everything's batched. So mm -hmm. we have a really tight net network of drivers. They're all trained exceptionally well. And part, like literally step one of their training is provide the customer with a delightful experience and go above and beyond. So, you know, going to the door, like I can't, I can't emphasize enough how many times, like just by us saying drivers are required to follow delivery instructions, that like makes people's eyes light up. They're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, they have to do it. They have to go to the door. They have to, you know, go into office buildings and like navigate the directory. Like it's, you know, it's just a simple thing. So. Well, and Brad, I think it's so important to bring up too, because Chris, remember a couple fast fives ago, we were talking about how DoorDash even is now letting drivers decide if the tip is high enough to take the order. Right. Like, I think there's all these other things that I think the advantages that you're talking about, it sounds right. like, Brad, provide the retailer and the consumer. Is that 
right? Like yeah, the right consumer right? wins yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we here's the thing, right? You take care of your people, they'll take care of you. So like we, we our drivers get paid very well, great benefits, you know, you know, scheduling, you know, they have a good team to work with. Uh, and then I think we just did a like a company survey and like all we pulled all of our drivers and they were like, yeah, you're the one of the questions was, you know, uh, do you feel like your manager supports you? You know, I was like nine out of 10, like average across all of our driver pool. So we, we like, like we really go above and beyond on that, yeah. on that angle. Well, Brad, I feel like we could keep talking to you about this for quite a long time, but I got to know what, what's next. When we talk to you in another six months, what, uh, what should we expect? And are you going to be out at NRF, the big, yeah. the big show next week? Fill you us are. Out. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, we will be at all of them. So, you know, this new model, uh, we're really excited about. We're seeing some great retailer interests. Uh, we plan to be at NRF. We're going to be at booth 1440. Um, and we're actually hosting a small innovation happy hour with uh, some interesting uh, VCs that invest in the retail technology space uh, for breakfast on Tuesday morning. So, uh, you know, stay tuned to that. Add me on LinkedIn. You'll I'll be posting more information there. Uh, we'll be at Manifest. Uh, we're going to be at Shop Talk. Um, there's one more I'm uh, I'm forgetting, but we're going to be at a lot of trade shows uh, in this new in this next quarter. Um, but our, our really our goal is to you know launch this white label model with as many retailers as possible. So uh, you know I would say if you're a retailer that's interested in exploring this opportunity with with Buncha, you know please uh, email me directly. That's the benefit of a small team. You know me. You know you come to me if you need anything. So um, yeah, we're we're really excited to kind of roll this out. And I think the last thing is we would love to take this to a new market with a retailer. So we're trying to explore like, is there any retailers that are outside of our Minneapolis and Denver market that want to take us with them to a new market? Mm. And we're talking to some folks in the Carolinas, we're talking to some folks in, you know, uh, Phoenix area. So that's kind of our next step is a market expansion with some of our retail partners. Grabbing the bull by the horns, man. That's great. That's awesome. Well, hey, Go man, th- thanks for sitting down with us. Again, everyone listening, this has been Barat Pogum, the CEO of Buncha. And as always, on behalf of all of us at OmniTalk and on behalf of Barat, be careful out there. <laughs>